Welcome to Empowering Others Through God's Word by Words to Inspire. Our mission is to inspire you to know God through His Word, to know that there is hope for you and your future through God's Son, Jesus Christ. The podcast today was recorded on the week of February 22nd, 2021. On Easter Sunday, April 4th, our guest, Pharaoh, collapsed in her home due to a cardiac arrest from which she did not recover. Her family feels she would still want you to hear her speak about God's integrity and faithfulness. They hope you will be inspired in your own chase for truth after you listen today. Well, welcome, Faye. What a great session that last time was. So much meat on the bones of our faith and our trust and our hope. So welcome back. It's good to be here. I'm looking forward to today. This is, this is the place where this was the aha moment for me that just changed uh, the whole game for me. In getting it, to know God and all that that entails. And, yeah. and you've called this session The Lynchpin. Wow, that's an interesting uh, title for a, a Bible uh, series. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about this linchpin and what that means? Well, a linchpin is something that in, in a, a machine, it holds together other aspects of their, their working together. It's the one thing around which everything else works and stays in place. What I learned in, in, in this, I'm going to share in this of my journey, I saw it as the thing that held everything else together for me. And I really think it's, it's, uh, it's true for everybody because if this linchpin is missing, the other parts kind of fall. They fall. They, they get to a place where you don't know that trust and faith work together. They're the same. They actually are, they flow and that hope flows from faith and faith flows from trust and trust comes from knowledge. The linchpin, it holds together the identity, character, reputation, and authority of God in our minds. That kind of um, flows out of the first session that we were talking about, the things that are going around on around us right now in this season around the world. Why is our faith shaken? Yes. Why are troubles shaking us? Why are we feeling so fearful? Why are we feeling anxious? Why are we tuning into the news every day and listening to it? So what I, what I'm hearing is if we know what this linchpin does, how it holds it all together, we will then be able to uh, identify why we are so troubled. In this time, so perfect timing, uh, Faye, for sure. Yeah, it's good to know the the names of God. We have to know the names. We have to know. Really, it helps to know how the words name, the word name, is used in Scripture because that teaches us as well. It's good to know that God cares about His reputation. It, it's good to know when it refers to the name in the name of Jesus. It's in the authority of Jesus that He's talking about. It's good to know these things. Anything understanding of even a simple word in scripture that might have been a little lost to us it comes back and it brings light in a whole whole lot of places so the linchpin then 
was was something that was like something that held an axle together, a pin that passes through the uh, an axle to keep the wheel performing. Go with me now. I hope you be patient with me while while I bring you to what I saw as the linchpin. I went back to Psalm 138, verse 2. I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth for because you have magnified your name above your word above all your name. So I took the word, the aspects of a name, and I put it into that verse to see what would fit. And when I started, I really didn't know where I was going. I really had no idea what that verse was telling me. So I put, I worship you for you have magnified your word above all your identity. I don't, and I, I just examined it and I'm like, nope, that can't be what it is. I worship you because you have magnified your word above all your character. I thought, that doesn't make sense either. His word is exalted above his character? I don't think so. I worship you and thank you for your loving kindness and your truth because you have magnified your word above all your reputation. Fingers and might, I couldn't figure out how in the world that made sense, how it meant, how it, it, how it gave anything to the psalmist that made him say, I praise your name for your loving kindness and truth because of this. This thing, this thing that you've magnified causes me to praise you for your loving kindness and your truth. You know, so it had to make some kind of sense. He knew what he was talking about. <laughs> he wanted us to know what he was talking about. You know, it can't just be a nice little phrase that we say and we have no idea what it means. Then I put this word in, authority. I praise you, praise your name for your loving kindness and truth because you have exalted your word above your authority. And I, mm. it stopped me in my tracks. And I'm like, God who has he owns the world. He made the world. He is sovereign in the world. He has, he's the Lord, all power, all wisdom, all authority. But he exalted his word above that. That said to me that God has said, I am not going to change my word. I am not going to change my mind. I am not going to take anything out of it. I've exalted it above my authority to do so. He has the authority to do he could he's he's already said how this world's gonna end, and he has the authority and the power to do it. But while we're here living on this earth, walking with him, and any forever really, he says, I am not going to take anything from my word. I uphold it with my authority. Oh, I uphold wow. my word with my very sovereignty, upholds my word to you. You can trust my word. You can trust my integrity. It kind of goes back to, we kind of look at it in terms, our terms. Well, there's times when we have to change our mind. Yes, because we're human. We don't know everything. We don't have all power. We don't have all dominion over everything. We have to have an out <laughs> and, maintain our, and maintain our integrity. He doesn't need an out. Wow. Um, wow. He does not need an out. Some people, Ruth, and I know you know this, some people think that everything that happens on the earth is God's plan. That every evil thing happens because God has a good idea behind it. So when they say they are trusting God, they say, whatever happens must be good. And that must be okay. God be okay with me. If I'm trusting God, then whatever I see around me, whatever I see happening to me must be okay. 
even if I don't understand it, and even if it doesn't fit with what he has said, even if it doesn't fit with the names that he has described himself to me. And you know, Ruth, there's something wrong with that. There is definitely something wrong with it. And I believe that it's a word for our day and our time because God's word is truth. Yeah. I mean, the power in these words, take note of how often this holy scripture has been attacked and tried to be removed from a society by burning or by whatever, not being allowed to read it or not being allowed to have it in our possessions. And I was just thinking about our daughter and her family lived in Rockland, Ontario. And a couple of years ago, they had had a, a very bad flood in their basement. And she was a homeschooling mom of four kids and, and all of their boxes had been moved for, for renovations, but the flood got into all the boxes. And so the, the homeschooling books, the best books that she loved were the Bible training that the children were getting as they were growing up and reading and learning about God. And, um, and they were very expensive books. And she was dreading because every box, you know, you lift it up after it's been in a flood and the bottom falls out. And, oh, and they came to the box with the, the, the Bible studies and all the study. And the outside was wet and not one book wow. was wet inside. Wow. Now, we have to grasp that. That happened. Yeah. That's a real story. She yeah. said, Mom, you're going to love this story for your Bible study. <laughs> yeah. but, but this is what we're talking about, the power of God's word. Yeah. I pray that that is the key thing that you're getting from all these episodes we've been doing. Faye and I love God's word. We have mm. found it to be truthful. And it's the way what we have in the scripture beginning to end is what God wanted us for the time in which we live. We don't have to add to it. There's so much, there's so much uh, division in Christianity on what part of the Bible is right and what isn't and, and how we take it. I take it literally and find out what it meant when it was first said. Yeah. And it's trustworthy. You know, yes. emperors have tried to destroy it. Kingdoms have tried to wipe it out. It's impossible because God has magnified his word. Wow. What a wonderful description you've given us, Faye. This is power for each of us. And how many of you today are looking for for your Bible? You don't even know where it is. Either that or it's been sitting on the shelf and it's got a lot of dust on it. I can, I understand that. I've been in periods of my life when that has happened too. But when you begin to experience the power in the words, God's breath. He breathed out these words through imperfect men, but from a holy God. They didn't come from these men. They came from God through these men. And that's why we can take them to the bank. That's why we can have this trust, this faith, and this hope. Because, wow, he magnified his word. You know, faith. I think it's time that all of us just take this word and just embrace it right into our very being as the most beautiful love story in between all of the imperfection of humanity. Yeah. Oh, I'm just urging if you're, if you're listening or watching today that you would pick up your Bible and that you would just bring it to your chest and say, 
wow, this word is given to me that I would live my life in a way that is impossible in this crazy, changing world. And Faye, you and I could share hours upon hours. So can you share just... Uh, just in the last few minutes that we're together in this uh, next to the last session, what God is just saying to you right now. Well, there's a scripture that says the righteous man, the one, the righteous man is really the one who God has brought into relationship with himself through Jesus. The righteous man, when they hear evil tidings, their heart is fixed, trusting Mm. in God and their heart is fixed knowing that God will perform what he said he will perform. That, that is the basis. That's the starting point. And, and boy, I tell you what, from there, stories happen. Stories happen that you pass on to the generations and your children and your neighbors. Stories happen from there. Well, let's just take a, a couple of moments that, that we've talked a lot about the power of knowing God. Because in knowing God, then these things flow out of knowing God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God knows us. Psalm 139, the first six verses tell us he knows everything about us, every detail, yeah. intimately. Yeah. But we have to flip that and say, but we can know him. Yeah. And that's what yeah. we want in these sessions. So how do we get to know him? Well, I think the biggest thing is just a starting point of when you get to know him through the scriptures. When you get to know who he is, you step out. On what he said. And and one of the biggest things, one of the greatest blessings on earth is when you, by sheep, know his voice and won't follow a stranger's voice. I'm going to tell you this little story. This is a little story. I have big ones. But this was the beginning of my stepping out. I was just learning about uh, trusting God and, and, and giving, you know, financially giving. And I had, we had vowed or, or made a what, I forget the name you call it. Now, I promise I'm going to give like this amount of money, $25 a month. It was a long time ago. And we didn't have much money. And I was ironing my clothes one day and I was watching this TV program and someone was talking about, uh, you know, giving and, and sowing seeds and stuff. And I said out loud, easy enough for you to say, you don't have to, you're not worried about that electric bill that comes and you don't, you're not worried about the, the car payment, the car fixing we have to get done. And I heard the Lord speak, call the school board. And because I was substitute teaching, call the school board and ask them if they owe you money. So I went right away and, and looked up my, my rec- records and I, they didn't owe me money. Three times he said that and I ignored it because I didn't want to be embarrassed calling the school board. The third time I thought, oh, they don't know who I am anyway. I'm going to go. <laughs> so I called. I went and called the school board. It was in Halifax. I called and I said, you know, my name is this and it's Pharaoh and I'm a substitute. Could you check and see if you owe me any money? And she said, well, what, what days, what dates do we owe you money for? And I said, none that I know of. <laughs> Can you none that I know of, but could you check please? And uh, she said, I didn't tell her God told me. You know, I just said, none that I know how. So she, she said, oh, okay then. So off she went and I'm on the phone and I hear her come back saying, well, now that's the oddest thing. And she came back and said, yes, we do. There's a check here in your file. You, you, we got a, a raise. Substitute teachers got a raise and you have a retroactive check <laughs> to the beginning of, you know, 
And it was, it was more than enough to cover my issues that I had coming up. And that made me trust the voice that I would hear. That experience, experience, if you, if you can just get to the place where your mind says and your heart says, I can believe, I can trust, and then you act. Boy, stories come from there. You see the fingerprints of God all over your life, and it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> yes, it, we we just cannot pass it on to you. You have to experience it yourself. Yeah. Yes. And and for those that have not experienced it yet, I, I know that you would agree with me that the best way to get to know somebody is to spend time with them. Yeah. And so on a practical level, as we move out of this into our last segment, I think it would be really good to just challenge those of you who say, oh, I love what you guys are saying, but for me, uh, it doesn't really resonate. I'm going to suggest to you that you start with five minutes and sit with, with the focus on God with the word opened, with one of the promises just perhaps it could be Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, a very familiar one. But if you haven't spent time there meditating and just sit for five to ten minutes, say, Lord, I want to know you. Mm-hmm. The only way we get to know and have a relationship with our husbands is because we spend time with them. And so I'm going to challenge you at the end of this episode that you would begin to spend time with him. And some of the truths that we've given to you, that time, whether you give yourself five minutes with a timer on or 10 minutes, take that time and put all other distractions out and just say, Lord, I want to be with you and I want to know you better. And I believe faith. Oh, yeah. God will honor that. And you know what happens when you do that? You have to be careful. It can be dangerous because now I have a hard time with an hour. And, and it goes so quickly. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, Lord, I just want to know you better. That's the most important thing. And, you know, during this time of um, the pandemic globally, the um, I came back from Nepal early because of it. And I got back home, and we'd been in this ministry, and it was going, and we were excited. And we come home, and it's like, I don't recognize my country. I don't recognize mm, yeah. anything. And I was, my schedule for all of us, it's gone. And and I walked around the house and I moved a plant from here to there and I changed a chair around and relocated it. And I'm feeling like, what a waste of time. Like, ooh, what am I going to do, Lord? I mean, this is after I've had my time with the Lord. But one day, and I was, I was frustrated like we all were. And, uh, and I, one day I sensed this beautiful little voice, the whisper that comes. And it was... If all you do today is spend time with you, with me, you have had an exceptionally great day. And I was so humbled. I was brought to tears because that's the truth, Faye, isn't it? That's what we're, that's what we're presenting is that you can know this God. You can blame him if you choose to for what's going on. But you can know him in truth because he has exalted his word above the authority of his name. And that is powerful. Wow. 
What a beautiful session. Get to know him. Remember that old song, to know, know, know him is to love, love, love him. (laughs) You and I could talk a long time about that very truth. Yeah. But it's not about a human being that could let you down. It's about a loving God whose word can be your lifeline, your Mm -hmm. sustenance, and everything else that you need today. Wow. How powerful, Faye. Thank you so much for the way God has shown you this truth. I, I understand that first way better than even when I read your book. Mm. And that truth is a very foundational in it smooth is. stones and promises. Yeah, yeah. It's very what foundational. It's all about. It, is, it, is, it is the point of the whole thing, really. Which it's, is powerful. Yeah. So never, never underestimate the word of God. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, we didn't even put anything near the word of God or anything mm. on it because it was so revered. I'm afraid we've lost that yeah. in our culture. You know, with, yeah, that what you just said about never underestimate the word of God. We should never underestimate anything that God estimates. If God thinks it's big, it's big. Yeah. If God thinks it's small, it's small. If God says it's done, it's done. It's, I think that that's become really big to me. If God said it, man. He take it to the bank. Take it to the <laughs> bank. Yes, there you got it. Thank you so much, Faye. I love this session. I mean, I, they just keep getting better and better. How are we ever going to stop with one more session? But <laughs> <laughs> do tune in next time. We pray that you are being blessed as we lift up God's word to reveal who he is in our lives. So don't miss an episode. See you next time. The previous six podcasts reveal in part the legacy of Pharaoh. Our mutual love for God's word drew us together. And whenever we were together, God's faithfulness always took over our conversation. I'm so grateful to Faye's husband, Glenn, and daughter, Jillian, who have kindly allowed me to air these podcasts. I pray that the love Faye had for her Lord and Savior becomes part of your story too. Thank you, Faye, good and faithful servant, until we meet again. And to you, my listeners, check out our ministry at wordstoinspire.ca or contact me, Ruth, at wordstoinspire.ca. Tune in again. Until next time. Bye for now.